Axis Mundi. You're listening to an irreverent podcast. Visit irreverent.fm for more content from our amazing lineup of creators. Uh, you've really shown your support in incredibly flattering and overwhelming ways over the last uh, week or two. And uh, it's just hard to say how grateful I am to you. So thank you. For those of you who haven't heard the news yet, uh, I've made the decision to uh, step away from my position at Skidmore, which is really hard. Uh, if, if you know anything about academia, you know how hard it is to get a tenure track job. And if you get one, you, you kind of have to think about sticking with it because it's really hard to get another one. And I decided to step away for a number of reasons uh, related to family, uh, uh, related to uh, prioritizing my wife's uh, career and uh, her pathway. And also, we have a child that we're expecting in, in a couple months. We're, it's our first, and we're incredibly excited. But it also means just changes and, and trying to figure out the long-term future. And it seems like for us uh, to, to do that, would uh, the best decision is, is stepping away from Skidmore and, and staying in California permanently, where we can be closer to family and friends. And where my wife can pursue her career and uh, and other things. One of the other reasons is that I really am looking forward to doing this show with more intention. And what I mean by that is uh, I, I think a lot of you uh, think of being in academia as having the freedom to do things like uh, Straight White American Jesus and, and having the blessing of, uh, of those who, uh, you know, decide your tenure cases and other things. But uh, in many ways, Many, many people uh, view this kind of work as kind of a hobby rather than as real academic work, and that's not everyone. There's so many academics out there who are uh, not only supportive of our show, but are doing similar work that is fantastic and amazing. But in a weird way, stepping away from Skidmore uh, will actually give me more time to uh, think and plan and cultivate uh, our show. With all of that said, uh, we are asking if, if you can to consider becoming a patron. It would really help us out, and it would really help us continue to do the shows we've done it, publishing episodes two and three times a week, having great guests, doing series, uh, and so on and so forth. If you head over to our Patreon, you will see all the different tiers and the Discord server that we have for patrons, the monthly newsletter, the videos, uh, all kinds of perks. So check that out. Uh, we would really appreciate it. Our goal is to continue to do this show uh, continue doing the show as we've as we've been doing it for the last two years. We believe in it. We believe that uh, it's important, and we we hear from all of you so often. Uh, it's encouraging, and uh, we want to keep at it. So thanks for your support. We turn welcome to Straight White American Jesus. My name is Brad Onishi. Our show is hosted in partnership with the Cap Center at UCSB, and I'm joined today by uh, associate uh, Doctor Matthew Bodie, who is associate professor at the, U- the University of North Georgia. And we're here to talk about his recent piece on Charlie Kirk. He's been writing about Charlie Kirk for some time now. So this is right in his wheelhouse. Dr. Bodie teaches in the English department at University of North Georgia and uh, has published some uh, amazing things. One is a book called Rhetoric and the Responsibility to and for Language. And uh, that book is actually quite interesting, folks uh, who are listening, because uh, it touches on the problem of evil and the question of why God would allow for the existence of evil in the world. And it, it does so through a rhetorical approach. So check that out. I'm also jealous because Dr. Bodie's done something that I would love to do someday, and that's write a very cool historical novel, and that's called uh, Murder Creek, and it's a, about the last man to die in the electric chair in Georgia. So all of that to say, 
Dr. Bodhi, really grateful to have you and really grateful that you've taken the time. Thanks for being here. Yeah, I'm happy to be here to talk about uh, everything Charlie Kirk. <laughs> Not a lot of people can say that, but, but you're one of them. <laughs> so we are here to talk about your new piece, which is at Flux and the, the title of that piece. Charlie Kirk wants to save America in the name of Republican Jesus. So it's a great title, first of all. And you really go into how Charlie Kirk, this rising star of the GOP and the right, has risen the ranks in part due to a kind of big transformation in his public sort of persona. Let me just start by asking you this. I think a lot of folks know the name Charlie Kirk. I think a lot of folks listening saw his face. They'd go, oh yeah, that guy. But would you just give us a, a quick sort of rundown? Like who is Charlie Kirk? Why is he so well-known and what does he do exactly? I mean, other than just sort of be stand next to the likes of James Dobson or Donald Trump or, or anyone else. Charlie Kirk is the president and founder of Turning Point USA, which depending on the different billings you get, it's the largest youth conservative group or the fastest growing one. Or The last time I checked, though, it was a $30 million organization. So it has money to spend and staffers to employ and it uh, does that through chapters, mainly on college campuses, but they have certainly moved into high school campuses. And it puts on several events during the year, regional events, but also a summer student action uh, summit this year in Tampa and all the big names that you would think go there. Uh, Trump has appeared several times. This year, they just announced speakers such as Secretary of State or former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and Fox News, you know, stars there. And what Turning Point USA does is it claims to be an educational organization, 501c3, that promotes limited government, small government, freedom, religious liberty, free speech, those sort of things. And you probably, again, have known who he is because he appears on Fox News. He has a now a national radio program that was before a podcast. He certainly appears on a lot of different platforms, but has a big platform himself. And I would say that post-Trump, he has become one of the go-to uh, people to energize the party, the base, uh, whatever group you want, the MAGA-ites, because he speaks in such a way that they, that they understand or they follow. He's very good on social media with different uh, takes and his short videos and things like that. And mainly, he is a GOP darling because Trump in, embraced him during his administration. Like I said, he spoke several times at Charlie Kirk's organization. Kirk was on many a commission, most recently the 1776 commission, which is sort of the anti-1619 commission. But Charlie Kirk is a branch to youth and youth movement and youth voters, but he is now also a, a branch to a white evangelical, which fits into your themes. Yeah, well, I, one of the things I, I took away from reading your piece is I, I think I knew that Kirk was sort of the darling of the young GOP because he is that person who they see as uh, being able to reach the everyone from high school to the, the college age folks to the the 20 somethings. I mean, he's kind of like the cool high school college youth pastor of the yeah. movement of the yeah, MAGA movement. Yeah. There you go. And he kind of has that look, that boyish look, but he is very good in front of the camera. He's very good in like short sound bites. And he is a digital native, like many young people are. And so he knows how to work uh, social media very well. I think one of the things though, I'd, I'd love for you to help us understand is he didn't start this pathway as a kind of Christian nationalist persona. He, he had a different approach and he had a different sort of set of uh, talking points mm -hmm. uh, when he started. Can you help us understand how that worked? Thanks for listening to this free preview of our Swag episode. In order to get access to the full episode and so much more, 
Become a Straight White American Jesus premium subscriber by clicking the link in the show notes. It'll take you like two clicks, I promise. In addition to getting access to this episode, you'll have access to the entire Swag archive, over 550 episodes. You'll also get an extra episode every month, ad-free listening, Discord access, and so much more. All that for less than six bucks a month, and it helps us keep our flag up and continue to safeguard democracy from religious nationalism, extremism, and rising authoritarianism. Check it out. It's not hard, I promise. 